So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. Hey, welcome back to the show. If, if you're asking yourself, how can I take one listing next year? I know you want to take more, but take one listing and make every one of those listings become three or four or five listings. You are going to love today's show. I've got Meredith Fogel, one of my guests. Also, by the way, not only just a rockstar agent, 90 plus transactions, $80 million in volume, working in the DMV. No, not the Department of Motor Vehicles. That would be like Maryland, Virginia, the DC marketplace. And also announcing today, she's a coach with Tom Ferry, taking all those decades of experience and bring it to our clients. And of course, I've got Jason Pantana, but Meredith, welcome to the show. Thank you. I am so excited to be here. Yes. Well, it is, it is a pleasure for... So Jason, I was mentioning off camera that Meredith came to our Annapolis Roadmap event and she delivered this talk that I, I found myself saying this is not worthy of 10 minutes. This is like a podcast. We've got to go yeah. deep. Meredith, I think every agent, every smart agent around the world finds them sometimes falling short, right? Take a listing, send a just sold card, maybe get a call, maybe not, maybe do a video, maybe not, but you have cracked the code. And, and for the person that if you're listening to this, you might want to race over to YouTube because all the slides that she was presenting will be inside the YouTube version of this. So make sure you go over there as well, but enjoy this audio. So, so Meredith, you really talked about it kind of like a next gen listing system first and foremost. And you talked about like, how do you multiply it? So what does the next gen listing system look like to you versus like your listing system blueprint? Yeah. So next gen is really because what we've done is evolved the system we had playing already to incorporate AI and tech. And it's kind of cool because with all the AI we have now, the system has become much more efficient to run and kind of fun to play with too. Yes. The systems were there kind of in the beginning when um, I started to realize that listings are really what I wanted to do and what I love to do and quickly found out that one listing can snowball. I actually call it like becoming viral now yes. into mm -hmm. multiple other transactions. I thought like that was the key. And then I realized I've been doing this for a long time. So I rode through, I've been doing licensed since like 1996, rode through the bubble burst and yeah. the market, you know, crash and all that stuff. And what I saw was the agents who were listing agents they had the leverage to stay in the market. They had that longevity. Mm -hmm. You know, you always hear that old saw, you have to list to last. Yep. Well, I do believe that. I think the listing agent is the lasting agent. And if you can figure out what you're doing and formulate it into a systematic process to create some predictability, then all of a sudden you create this kind of like freedom from, you know, that J curve you talk about all the time, time, right. time where you're, you know, in the, sinking into the valley of despair, you're in the plateau, you sink down and you have to gain a whole lot of leverage to get back out of it again, which isn't a terrible thing because that momentum actually creates traction over time. But if you can soften the J curve a little bit, then this business feels a lot less like a roller coaster ride, which can be kind of scary 
especially when it goes like, up and down and like stuff falls out of your pockets and stuff. This makes it feel a little more enjoyable, I think, to do the business of real estate. So what I tried to do is kind of figure out what I was doing and break it down into a system that was replicatable and um, able to kind of be quantified and then applied to other agents who could create the same same kind of leverage from their listing business. Outstanding. So, so I'm looking at a slide that says the listing systems blueprint, and there is what looks like eight or nine different systems. So I'm going to, I'm going to read them out for the listener, but I want you to unpack one or two or three. So listing lead gen system seems obvious. Like it's the ways that you go about attracting listings from a traditional standpoint. Uh, in-house CMA process. I have a question mark on that. Seller discovery system. That sounds really interesting to me. Property prep system. I think most people yeah. would get that. Uh, listing concierge system. I think at this point, most people would get that. Uh, make my listing famous marketing like system. I know Jason likes that one. Seller gifting system. Question mark, question mark. Past client system. What's the difference between the two? Yeah. And then forms to capture everything. So, so Jason, I'm going to let you... You decide, and let's let's Ooh, let's like let's hit it. Like, which one do you want to have her unpack first? Uh, make my listing famous for five hundred, please. <laughs> oh, good! Pick my favorite one. Yay! Okay, what is how to create the most potential leverage from every one of your listings? So the answer to this is the most beautiful thing about getting a listing is that you get to market yourself and yes. your business while you are serving your seller by marketing the heck out of their listings. And I mean, gosh, Jason, you do it. Tell us how to do it better than anybody. Um, and what we've done is we really have employed a lot of what you and Tom have taught us and incorporated it into this, what we call the Make My Listing Famous marketing system. The system itself has a ton of different options. And the way that we can like package this for our agents on our team is it is a very customizable selection, almost like a menu of choices that they can plug in. And it encompasses every kind of marketing. So there is every kind of print marketing, there are over door hangers, brochures, signage, of course, all the old school stuff. But we also do things like um, aerial photography, videography, the virtual tour, a walkthrough video that is agent hosted. We can incorporate AI to write uh, scripts for our agents. If the agent doesn't want to write their own script, we're using a lot of the AI to edit the videos that we're putting online. We've got a, you know, a YouTube marketing piece to it, uh, social media. So all the things are there. And what's cool about this is when you take this in and present it to the seller, nobody else is doing all of this. And when you put it side by side and can show the direct comparison between what you offer in terms of marketing someone's listing to the other agents who might be interviewing against you, I mean, it's a no brainer. Like everybody sees that for the same basic um, service, you're creating much more value because of everything you're bringing to the table. Well, and what's interesting is I was just looking at thousand watt data. Yes. And they had a data point that talked about what sellers most value from their listing agents. And marketing was, of course, chief on the list. They value mm -hmm. the marketing. But what yep. was the specific insight was that sellers, and I'm using this anecdotally, that sellers appreciate an agent's social media marketing, for example, more than Zillow or more than MLS. And I think that's testimony to sellers expect more. And so when yes. you go in with, an, with a checklist and you bring them into the, hey, you check the boxes you want us to do, and they're picking their own story and they're part of the adventure, 
I think that that not only brings them in to this cooperative spirit of them working alongside of you collaboratively, but it's also incredibly powerful in terms of, like you said, look what they do, look what I do, make the pick. Obviously, yeah. we're the no-brainer because we're going to make your listing famous. And I know every seller loves the sound of that. So I want to just, I want to clarify, is that actually what you call it when you're talking to the sellers? Yeah. Okay. So yes, there's, so it. there's three things that are absolutely delicious about this. And for the person listening right now or watching, it's three things. First of all, how you name things matter, yeah. right? So, so that's named in a way that has a seller say, yeah, more famous means more money means yeah. I'm going to no, sell make it faster, obscure. right? No, I, right. Like everything about that is delicious. But the second thing is we know in marketing, anytime you can stack the cool, you can then also do number three, which is the law of contrast, right? So you say, hey, the typical agent does A, B, C, right? We do A through Z, then we start at one and we finish at 175. Yeah. So now I've got this contrast, this juxtaposition between do I want Meredith and team or do I want like right. some other individual? And it, and it just becomes obvious, right? So there's three killer parts of that. I love it. I want to know what the seller discovery system is. That was the one okay. on my list. All right. I want to give you one more thing real quick. On oh, yeah, my please. Listing famous, which is just a tip. When you are in your listing interview, have your proof ready to go. Like not just the physical pieces. Yeah. Yes. But I always say to my sellers, have you checked out my social media? Yes. And so many times they're like, oh, I think I've been on Facebook. I'm like, let me just show you this real quick. I'll pull out my phone and I will show them a video of one of my listings. They love it. And I'll be like, I can so picture that gorgeous sunroom overlooking the woods, you know, in the video, like that's the first thing I'm going to capture. Yep. So you're like already starting to tell the story for them and bringing them in. But, so you just um, added, a, you just added a fourth called show me slash social proof. I know. Right? Like I it's know. beautiful. That's beautiful. Yeah. All right. Seller discovery system. What does that mean? Yeah. Seller discovery is a, it's a little bit more, um, granular, a little more tactical. And this is a combination of qualifying the seller to figure out how serious they are and where they are in your funnel, right? So if they're like somebody who is going to be a come list me call, as opposed to somebody who's a years long nurture. So mm -hmm. getting enough information at that very first engagement with the seller to understand how you can best transition that relationship into what the seller needs from you. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that becomes a transaction sooner than later. Um, but we also have as part of that, a whole system, of course, that goes along with it, which includes a form that we send to the seller. So the seller's filling out a bunch yep. of information for us as well. What's cool about this is, so it's often one of the sellers, if it's like a couple, we'll get it from one person. So I'm getting a sense right then as to like, what the sense, the level of urgency is, what is most important to the seller in selecting an agent. What do they know about the price of their home? What do they know about the state of the market right now? Do they have any thoughts on timing? What are the biggest questions that they're most interested in hearing from me? And so I've got a, a good idea of this first. And then I'm sending, I'm following that up with a high note. And this is part of the seller discovery. So the high note presentation, you guys don't know high note. High note allows us to see, I know you guys know, but people listening, um, they, it allows us to see how people are interacting with yes. the presentation when we send it. So we can see like hotspots. If somebody's really taking a lot of time looking at the pricing, for example, or taking a lot of time looking at our testimonials, or they're like really scouring the marketing or whatever, then I'm, I know like what to be, or they're not looking at it at all. I know this before I'm going into the listing appointment and I know what I need to like drill down on harder 
and what I can kind of like go faster through. So it creates a lot more efficiency for one thing. And again, it creates that alignment when we're getting in with the seller. So we're much more likely to convert that business when we're there because yes. we're already like in the zone. We're like locked in with that seller before we even get there. And if there's any dissonance between seller one and seller two, mm. you see that right away too. And then you can figure out how to adjust your interaction in a way that draws perhaps the more detached seller or the one who didn't fill out the form or whatever. Yeah. Because not filling out the form tells you a bit about that person who's not filling out the form, right? Yeah. What I love about this so much, um, so one of our great clients, Lisa Munoz, like she, you know, she, she does such a remarkable job up front, yeah. right? With an intake form, tell me everything about you. And then they use all the little details that, Hey, you guys like, you know, this kind of taco, or this is your favorite wine, or you guys like these kind of parks, or you got this kind of dog. And once the dog's birthday, like it sounds old school, but, but it's actually beautiful. When you think about when you, when you join a club, right? And when you join a club, they want to know everything about you because they want to be able to say, oh my gosh, Meredith, you should get to know Jason and his family because you guys have these seven things in common. Yeah. And now all of a sudden you're instantly a part of the community. It's more special, right? Especially if it's a higher end club or a more expensive experience. So selling your home is an expensive experience. I love this. So Lisa it's, Munoz does it. You do yeah. it. We know so many others that are doing this on the sell side and the buy side. Um, well, so that's the power of personalization too. 1,000%. I mean, that's not, there's nothing old school about that. There's everything new school about that. Right. Tell, yeah. tell us about the, um, the seller gifting system. What is that? Yeah. So seller gifting starts at that very first appointment and sometimes before. So one of the things we realized is that, and this is super old school, if you bring something to someone, they're most, they're more likely to give something back to you. So it mm -hmm. creates this feeling of like, ah, uh, you know, now I owe you something because I brought you. Yeah. Reciprocity. Something. Yeah. So what we have, and thanks to Matt Farnham for some of this, but you know, he's got a great, a bunch of a fabulous gifting systems. So some of this was inspired by what he shares with all of us. Yep. Um, we bring in at that very first appointment, a big basket and it's branded with my company name, but it has like a diffuser and a little mm. plant in it and a little frame that says home is where your heart is or something like that. Um, and some things that they can use to like pre-stage the home. So when we go in, we're like giving them this gift and we're like, you know, whether you sell now or later, we hope that you'll enjoy this. There are some things in here that actually our staging company will incorporate into your staging when they get this, Smart. this listing ready to go. Um, we follow it up when we, we leave the appointment, we follow up again with another gift, whether they sign with us right on the spot or not. There's another gift again, personalized from that intake form. We had, we know, like you said, what their favorite beverage is, what yeah. their favorite restaurant is, all this stuff. If we met a, a pet, a dog, a cat while we're out there, we might send something for the pet if they're super attached to the pet. Um, and we're just keeping that going throughout the nurture relationship or throughout the transaction if we sign that seller. So they're always feeling like we're just loving on them a little bit more and really make, creating an exceptional experience for them. What are your thoughts? I love it. I love the integration of stagers and other people who want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. um, I think it's so smart. I think you're an incredibly systematic person. 
What are your thoughts? <laughs> well, I knew you were going to go there because you are Mr. Systems and she is obviously the queen of. So yes. I, I love it on a lot of levels. I mean, I'm. it's biblical, right? The law of reciprocity. It's been around yeah. since the beginning of time, right? So, you know, my parents told me never show up to somebody's house without a gift, right? right. Like it's just, and, and I think every one of us knows whether you, I, I did a podcast with John Rulin, second time we talked about right. him today, wrote the book Giftology. Uh, huge shout out to Client Giant who like I've literally said, I want to, I want to promote you guys to everybody because they're doing these same strategies that are very real estate specific. So big shout out to Client Giant. So I love it. I'm just curious, have you tracked for as long as you've done the seller gifting strategy, what percentage of them become a listing versus list with somebody else? Well, our listing conversion rate is exceptionally high. So when I go into my, it's always fun every year when I go into my business plan in a loom and yeah. look at my conversion rates, we have like a 99% conversion rate I'm not shocked. from competitive listings. Who would stand a chance? Um, right, right. Yeah, I mean, it, it really, it's just that relationship. That's what it's all about. I would, I would even... I, like I think about like my mentor Jay Abraham, he would say no, like you like ethically bribe them. They did not have a choice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, but there is something yeah. when it's genuine, when it's authentic, when it doesn't come across as campy, right? When it's like, hey, we're excited about staging your house, and here's some things that we're going to use, right? Like that's the right gift to someone that's thinking about putting their home on the market, right? Yeah. Like it just it just makes sense. I love it. Let's switch gears and let's talk about sort of the second major point, which was the promise of the show is, hey, the viral listing strategy. How do I take one listing, turn it into two, three, four, five? And, and what I love is the visual that hopefully if you're watching this on YouTube, you're seeing right now, Jason was like, I need that slide because that's, that's gorgeous. Because it just shows like one listing, three more buyers, and then another listing, and that listing gets three more buyers, and that one gets three more listings. And But you put something together that sp speaks to my love language, which you called it the listing flywheel. So, so maybe just unpack for the listener who might be on audio only right now. Yeah. What are what is the what is the sort of macro strategy and then what are the micro tactics that you're using to make sure that every single listing gets you more listings? Interrupting my own show with a quick little announcement. If you're like me and you recognize this is the time of the year when we've got to make decisions, we got to look back at what's worked in the past and decide what we want to have happen in 2024 then yes, it is time for you to get your plan together. Now, if you're one of my coaching clients, you know you just go inside a Loom, you download the 2024 plan, you and your coach work on that together. If you're not one of my clients, go to tomferry.com. There's be a link below. Download a copy of the plan. Get to work on it. Use ChatGPT and other resources to answer the tough questions about the strategies you need to implement to ensure your success in 2024. So tomferry.com. Get your business plan and let's get to work. Now let's go back to the show. So the macro strategy is that when incorporating all of these pieces properly, a listing or multiple listings will naturally spin off additional other pieces of business, mostly listings, which then naturally spreads, uh, incorporate other buyers. So they're going right. to, you know, if you have a listing, you're going to spawn typically two more listings if you play your cards right and do this properly. And usually at least three more buyers, one of those usually become a listing too. So when you look at that like viral listing strategy, that's what you're seeing is an illustration of how that happens. Yes. So that's the overall strategy. Now on the micro level, if you were looking at the slide, so feel free to, to check it out on the slide. It's also part of the playbook um, 
in a loom from Summit, if you look at that under systems. But this is like a, it looks like a, a circle, like a wheel. On the outside of the circle, you will see listed in kind of a, and the order that it actually happens, each of the systems that we just talked about. So there's the listing lead gen system, uh, our in-house CMA, which is a very accurate way to value houses here in our area because it's it's kind of weird here. So we have a, a very specific mm. um, in-house mathematical calculator that we we created here. Seller discovery we talked about, property prep, like you said, people get it. Listing concierge, make my listing famous, seller gifting, past client system, which then spins back into listing lead gen systems. And what's cool about like the gifting, for example, is I can't tell you how many times I'll have somebody text me or message me and say, oh, so-and-so just told me about that cute gift that you gave them. That was so nice. So it's it's getting like word of mouth advertising right. happening for us too. And then on the inside, and this is kind of what takes this listing system to the next level is the AI and tech that yes. drive this. So this is then you like are seeing in the inside of this in orange, if you're looking at the slide is our full tech stack. So we've got follow-up boss, that's our CRM that we use to keep in touch with our past and current clients. Active Pipe is like a drip campaign creator, and that's a whole other thing I could talk about forever, but keeping people nurtured via a drip campaign and also via your face-to-face -face and voice-to-voice -voice contact, super important. And I can't tell you how many times, and again, thank you, thank you AI for this, but we've been able to go in and really refine the way that we're writing our messaging in Active Pipe so that when people get the message, yeah. it feels very personal to them and they almost always respond. Mm -hmm. Even if it's to say, you know, I'm not quite ready yet, but thanks so much for checking in with me. And we really appreciate that you're thinking about us. Uh, high note we talked about, and then Slack is what we use internally. So when we get a listing and we've got all the seller capture information, we're using Slack and Asana so that our agents have full transparency into all of the pieces and all the things that their sellers or they have selected to run the listings are again, very systematized as a process. We use Otter during our listing presentations or walkthroughs just to like capture all of it. I can't tell you like how many years I spent like, you know, chicken scratching my Taking notes out notes. and trying to yeah. read my my writing, my messy writing, right when I came back now, Otter does that for me. Yeah. And then we use Monday. That's our internal process to keep track of everything workflow wise on the, the uh, admin side. The two pieces that you'll see that run um, and have really created efficiencies. A lot of these systems are chat GPT and then Tom.ai. So thank you for that, Tom. That's um, gives us a lot of, a lot of, um, again, efficiency around writing, text, writing descriptors, um, writing great, compelling messaging that gets responses from people. And then at the center of this, kind of like the hub of this whole flywheel is the forms that capture everything. So like our seller discovery form, every system has a form that goes with it. So if you have like the uh, property prep or the concierge, again, there are a bunch of options on each of those and they are information capture forms that then feed back into Asana so we've got them internally intertracking them and our agents see all the reminders through Slack. Because what we want here on our team is for our agents to be able to, to do what they do best, which is go out there, create relationships, nurture those relationships, close transactions, negotiate, you know, go to settlement, collect the paycheck, rinse and repeat, and everything else we want to make super easy for them. I love it. I so, do. so I want to go back to, and just like, let's do a little like law of contrast. So, so we know... 
once we've had a marketable moment, I thought that was a really great line that we yeah. kept kind of, you know, repeating over and over again through a couple of our shows, these, these, these marketable moments. So I want to know, like, tell, tell us broadly and then specifically. So we know there's a just listed card. We know there's an open house to do. We know there's a just sold card. We know that there's circle dialing around a recent sale. Cause we know when one home comes on the market, usually two, three more come on. We know plays like, uh, hey, this is what Zillow said before we put it on the market, and this is what we actually sold for. That flyer strategy creates a lot of traction. That could be mailed to them. It could be put in a clear envelope with a note that says Zillow was wrong. Call me for more details. We know we can do a yikes campaign. Hey, we did this open house. We had this many people through. We ended up with this many offers. You know, only one new person is going to be your neighbor, but six more people are in market. Who do you know in the neighborhood that we can talk to? That would be number six. You could do a video about it. That's number seven. You could do testimonial marketing from the seller. That's number eight. The seller could write a letter telling all their neighbors about the experience working with you and you put it in an envelope and you mail it to everybody. That's nine. So I'm just giving the, like these, like, what do you do? What do you not do? What do you recommend at this point to ensure we get that other new listing from this success, from this marketable moment? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I recommend all of those things. However, with the caveat that it depends where you are right in in your business, because if you're a solo practitioner right now and you've got your first listing and you're like, I am completely overwhelmed by all of this. I don't know right. how to do all of this. Right. Do what you know how to do and what you can do. And again, try to track and systemize everything that you can as you go, even if it's like use otter to record what you're doing right, right. and then say, okay, here are the things that I did with this listing, track what works and then put it into GPT and say, create a, my own, make my listing famous campaign using this, this, and this, right. knowing that you're going to evolve it and grow it. Once you have your first listing and you kind of watch and see how it all goes, there's, it's funny, there's this book, it's decode, I think it's called decoding greatness. I read a long time ago. I have it in my, and, I have it in my office. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I remember it was like, there was a story about, I don't remember who it was, Joe Montana or some, some quarterback, right. Who like couldn't have told you to save his life, how he threw a perfect pass. Mm -hmm. But if somebody watched him and decoded every step of it, there is a specific angle that he like cocked his arm back. Right. There's a specific, yeah. you know, spin that he put on the ball. There's a specific speed that he throws at all of those things, even like where he looks, if you're in the midst of it and you're doing it, it's kind of hard to track it, but do what you can if you're starting out early on to track it, because the more you're able to systemize and processize everything that you do, the more able you're going to be to replicate it. And I'm going to give like a little a plug as a new coach to coaching for a second, because if you are new at this and you get with a coach who can help you put those sorts of plays in place right, right away, right. man, you're going to launch into quick production way faster. Now, if you've been doing this for a while and you feel like, I don't know, I kind of lucked into this. Like, I feel like I, I just kind of know what I'm doing, right? Like everything's just rolling for me. Or if you're in a, the market right now and you're going, mm, I don't know, the year wasn't so good. I don't really know. Go back to some of these things. Listen to that the show that Jason just did. Listen to what Tom just said. Look at all these things in this playbook. 
Facebook and pick and plug in what feels right for you. Maybe you're not like a social media master right now, but maybe you're really great at creating relationships and that gifting system feels good. Lean into what feels good to you right now. You can layer the rest of it on. I think what you said is about the need to create a system is important Yes. because I would imagine there's a lot of agents who on this one listing, they did this really great thing and then they right. forgot about it and they right. moved on to the next listing. Right. Oh, I what was it? What was that, that marketing play I ran that one mm -hmm. time before? And it's not systematic. Uh, I love your advice about the importance of documenting your own systems. Uh, there is a cool AI tool that they could also integrate in addition to Otter. There's one called Scribe How, yeah. where it will, basically you're giving it permission to stare at your screen. And so it it's watches how you navigate, navigate, what apps you use, where you click, what you do, what you type. And it creates SOPs based upon effectively spying on your computer screen. It's limited to computer screens, but it's called Scribe How and it's amazing. Uh, Especially when you're, a, when you're a Google Doc user yeah. and you're creating yeah. ideas and content, it is, I, I concur, yeah. it is bananas. So, so Meredith, what I'm getting, and, and I, again, because this is sort of the second time you and I've been able to get together and unpack this, and now with the help of Jason, is that in order to take one listing and get multiple, you're front loading. You obviously do all the backend stuff, all the things we talk about, the just sold, the open house, you, you do all that stuff. But what I'm hearing is it's all in the pre-work. Mm. It's all in how you just surprise and delight the seller and all the work that goes into the market, like making it famous. It's all that stuff when people say, that's different. I also think you're tapping into something that we don't often look at, which is buzz marketing, word yes. of mouth, Yes. where we tend to, and myself included, look at the, what am I going to do to market this listing? Mm -hmm. But a lot of what you're doing is, how am I going to get my sellers to go tell the story and talk? And yep. so then they become your, effectively your fan club, so to yep. speak. That's yep. your raving fan helping you generate more listing opportunities from the neighbors. Yeah. So that's smart. Yeah. And referral business, which is oh, yeah. the easiest business to right. close. Yeah. So someone's going to be mad at me that I'm saying this, but I didn't create it. I just acknowledge it for a decade in the very beginning of my career. I'd say everybody needs to have a great woman. And everybody would go like this. <gasps> and I'm like, no, word of mouth advertising network. That's <laughs> yeah. what it was. And yeah. I didn't create, I don't know who created that, but I, I just always thought that was fantastic. Yeah. And of course when you say it live in an audience, someone's going to be offended. Someone's going to go, what does he mean? You know, like, I'm like, no word of mouth advertising network. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's what I get from what Meredith is doing. She's creating this viral conversation, this very stark contrast between someone else's experience and her experience. And then when you send the just sold card, do the yikes card, do everything else, it just compounds it. But she's also a pro, like you're not rushed in how you're deploying this either. You're taking time with the seller, you're collecting a whole yeah. lot of personal insight and data. You're really getting everything you need to be effective. I also think there's a common mentality of how can I throw stuff against the wall and see what sticks as fast as possible because we're all running, 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 running. Right. And I think it's okay to say, let's take a breath, let's recognize that this is an opportunity. Let's learn what's going to make the seller happy because that's going to come in and make your marketing that you do run so much more effective, yeah. so much more personalized. And, and I think that the, the idea, the thesis behind all of this is, hey, look, you've got a listing. Uh, there's a book from Seth Godin, an old one, called What You Gonna Do With That Duck? It was an old book. And the idea was you can get all your ducks in a row or you can recognize you have a duck. And so do something with the duck you've got. Yeah. And I think about your listing as being like, you've got a listing. What are you going to do with it to right. get more? Because right. it's such a tremendous source of new opportunities. Yeah. Absolutely. It's kind of like, I feel like it's almost like the holy grail in real estate. And, you know, even like at the very beginning of my career, 
that was the thing I wanted, right? That was yeah. like the golden ring was the listing. Like yes. that was, and I recognized it really early on. That was the key to getting more business. And I would say now more than ever before with the disruptors and challenges we have in the market, if you can lean into listings and focus on those, the rest of it kind of goes away. Yeah. Yes. And I, I want to just, I want to somewhat parrot. There is, there's been so many people that I've worked with over the last 30 years that they, like I literally said, I won't, I won't say the client's name, but you and I both coach yep. who I'm talking about, his okay. marketing person and okay. the one that runs the business okay. without, he now knows we're talking yeah, about him and his central complaint. <laughs> that could be six people. I know, but this one you'll know his central complaint is his agents because the way he structured his business, the agents go on the appointment, they generate all the appointments, the agents go on the appointments, they come back and they go, here's the listing file. And then marketing takes over. But agents do this. Here's the listing. They want to launch tomorrow. So we had no time to do yeah. all the pre-work, but the, I want to contrast that to the smartest people I know in this business. They will literally stage out listing launches yes. over time. Now, sometimes they'll do five at once because they're similar properties and I want to do five open houses simultaneously. Sure. And I want to do a massive campaign to sell these five houses. But most of them are saying, I'm going to slow down. I'm going to take the time yeah. to do it right. And even that is a positioning strategy against everyone else that might be saying, oh, let's put it all in the market. We're going to get it sold right, right. away. And I'm going to get the I'm going to get the photographer in on Tuesday. And then Wednesday, this is going to happen. On Thursday, this is going to happen. And bang. And it spells, you're my only client. When the other, <laughs> the other aspect is, we're going to get you scheduled for surgery. Yes. And I have these surgery, like you're getting people lined up on your schedule. We've had clients where their listing presentations actually had fill in the blank dates. Yes. So it was a timeline of the events to happen and they would write in, this is when we'll do this and this is when we'll do this. Yeah. And this, it sounds like you might do the same thing or have a conversation like that. Yes. Yes, I do. And and we have a standard too. So just today, I got a text from somebody as a client that was supposed to list tomorrow, get photos tomorrow, list on Thursday. And one of the rooms needs a second cut of paint. And I'm like, well, we're waiting then. They're like, what? We're waiting. Thanksgiving's coming around the corner. And I was like, your first impression is everything. Right, and everything. we're going to wait. We're going to get this on. We did get a painter in to just go ahead and get the second coat of paint in, as it turned out. But having that kind of a standard, people also respect that. Yes. And it will get them the result that they want. Yeah. yeah, I love it. So Meredith, thank you so much for being on the show, unpacking this. Jason, thank you for you know validating and you know throwing more strategies out. Um, and I'm so excited for you now becoming a coach, taking your decades of experience and, and having like Emily on, on, you know, earlier today when she was like, you know, she's selling 50, 60 homes a year. She's coaching like 37 people and, and unpacking how she's able to do that. I can't wait to just watch the impact you're going to have with, you know, multiple people over the next couple of decades as a guide, right? As someone that's killing it in your business and now helping others. So thank you for that. Um, any closing thoughts or if somebody wants to reach out, they want to DM you on Instagram, uh, what's the best way for them to connect with you? Yeah, you can find me on Instagram. Uh, it's Meredith Fogel team. I'm on Facebook, on X, I guess it is now. Does anybody use threads anymore? I don't know. I'm on threads. I don't think um, so. Mark all Zuckerberg the places. All Mark Zuckerberg places. does. <laughs> yes. 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 <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, everywhere, everywhere online, you're yes. welcome to reach out to me. You can call me, hit me up on, you know, via email. I'll respond to you. Happy Love to it. answer any questions. Love it. It's uh, Fogel, F-O-G-L-E, F-O-G-L-E. So Meredith Fogel team. So thank you so much for being on the show. And for my friend, if you're listening this only, make sure you race her to my YouTube channel. You want to see the slides. You want to see the visuals. Everything that she discussed is all sort of written up for you. Um, first time we've ever done this on one of our shows. So it'd be interesting to see audio to video how that plays out. 
I think video's great. So go watch the video. And this was phenomenal and super important. Yes. No matter whether you're a new agent or an experienced agent, this is a critical moment in your marketing yeah. mix and in your strategy for 2024. Yeah, beautiful. Meredith, thank you so much. And thank you for watching. And if you want to send this to a friend, you want to share this message, you know that means the world to me. So we'll see you guys on the next show. Take care. If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.